Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. <clears throat> that was strange. Seems like the end of the intro started to stick there for a couple of seconds. I have to look into that. Don't want any of that happening. We want it to pop right in. Maybe it's just a little glitch in StreamYard tonight. Maybe that's all it is. All right. So, <clears throat> my goodness. Give me some water. Production. Water. <clears throat> All right. So, we have, as my lovely nephew Paul Nelson said in a private message to me earlier, one more sleep until rebellion. That's right, folks. So, tonight is the last chance I had to do this. Going to give my predictions and discussion of this lovely little pay-per-view coming up. We're calling Rebellion from Impact Wrestling. <clears throat> Where history is absolutely going to be made. Hey, Impact Wrestling. It's great to be here tonight. Hey, oh, thanks. Thanks, Con. Appreciate you being here. All right. <clears throat> oh, we got a we got a few chatters in here. It's good to see. On a Satter Satter Bay. <clears throat> and Mark just walked in the door. Tremendous. Tremendous. Terrence Sullivan is here. Zach Bonifer. Prime time. Justin Mir Neesom, what is up? And Mr. Impact Wrestling himself. Bill. All right, so we are talking rebellion. <clears throat> We're going to run down the card for this pay-per-view. Now, I have pretty much stayed off of social media all day today so if there's any news about anything that has dropped in the last 24 hours i am completely clueless of this completely um <clears throat> so i'm going to head over to impactwrestling.com Go to the events page and just make sure that what they have here is all current. <clears throat> um, let's see. The celebration. Oh, the celebration is tomorrow. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was today or tomorrow. All right. So the celebration is 11 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Okay. So I hope anybody that is participating in that has a good time. I personally am not. I still have to order the pay-per-view. <laughs> All right, I'm just glancing at the card here. Now, what's interesting is they still have... Uh, Eric Young here 
on the on the uh, the posted card here. So I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine that he's going to be there. I, I cannot imagine. There's, there's. We've talked a little bit about this over on TNI, but the specific reason why I'm doing this is, uh, it just gives me a chance to free flow a little bit on some of these matches and, and stuff. Um, because God knows I was tired Thursday night. <laughs> It was a late night. So, uh, you know, I, I was able to get some thoughts out, but, uh, you know, this is me just solo for anyone that, uh, I mean, I know a lot of audience goes back and forth between my podcast and TNI, but for those that don't follow TNI specifically for that reason, you get my <clears throat> thoughts here on rebellion. Primetime says, I need my J-Bone news. I, I really don't have any news. Like I said, if there was any last-minute things that anybody knows uh, about, I mean, besides, uh, you know, the, the change in the card on Thursday with the reveal of um, Rachel Ellering, beyond that, I don't know about any, like, last minute news so if anybody has anything by all means drop it in the chat i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start going here that's right that's right bill hashtag bone flow not sure if that's something i really want trending though but 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 we'll allow it here because because <clears throat> i am the bone and i flow don't you know No, I, I don't have the energy to rap tonight. All right. All right. So, Rebellion. Let's start with um, just talking in general before we jump into the matches. <clears throat> as far as uh, special notes on the pay-per-view itself, Mauro Ranallo is going to be in the main event as an announcing the main event. It is his return to wrestling. Now, I haven't watched NXT in quite a while. And he has he has since departed from the WWE brand. I'm gonna say between a year to two years. That's a guess as far as time-wise. <clears throat> um and I I loved him in NXT. I also loved him in SmackDown. But I loved him a lot more on SmackDown. It felt like his stuff on SmackDown was a lot more organic. It was a lot more authentic. <clears throat> I didn't like his stuff on NXT because it always felt like, and I'm not blaming him specifically, um, some teams, here's that word again, flow. Some teams just flow together. They connect. They bounce off of each other. The team of Nigel McGuinness, Beth Phoenix, and Mauro Ranallo always seem to try to talk over, not necessarily try, but they always ended up talking over each other. 
I don't know if they wanted Morrow always here on 10, but see, and that's why I love play-by-play guys like Matt Stryker. He talks down here. He's real low, and he's telling you about the match. And then he's up here when something big happens. That's like, that's, in my opinion, that's something very important as far as announcing. You can't always be up here on 10. Because then there's, I don't know, that that, that just messes with your emotions, you know? <clears throat> JR was really good at that too. Jim Ross, <clears throat> he'd be talking about stuff during the match, play by play, and then Triple H would do something and he would just lose his ever-loving mind at the end of the match going off of a pay-per-view. Damn you, Triple H, damn you. You know, today, same thing. You know, and so I'm I'm hoping we get some original, authentic Mauro Ronaldo for this pay per view. It's um, it's been a long time. May not seem like it's a long of a time, but it's a long time <clears throat> for those that miss him and love him. So really look forward, look looking forward to that. Uh, I'm sure it's going to bring it's going to bring something special to the feel of that main event you know it really is now i thought i heard that he was going to be in there with someone else for for i don't know who maybe i misread the article something about access tv bringing him in for something else, I probably just misread it. But as far as I know, it's going to be Mauro Ronaldo and Matt Stryker and D'Lo. Maybe it's only Mauro. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how they're doing the main event. But nonetheless, <clears throat> um, uh, Bell's boy here. Yeah, JBL's bullying forced Morrow out of SmackDown. Yeah, I've I've heard that before. Yeah, I'm not a fan of JBL. That I uh, never was. Oh, only when he was an APA. That's about it. As far as him shooting his mouth off as a commentator or um his solo run, I hated it. Hated it because he was the one that dethroned Eddie. Couldn't stand it. Eddie's run as champ was way too damn short, in my opinion. And I know I'm not can't be the only one that feels that way. Um, because that 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 main event was so special with him. It really was, you know. But anyways, we don't want to get off track too far. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. It and it it brings a special feel to it too. It's not just too world champions from two different companies you've got an iconic voice behind it too <coughs> excuse me as far as that goes whoops excuse me my goodness just dropping stuff drop my water i apologize um the only way you could possibly top that is if you bring in someone like jr and or Tanay. so um, 
but I will absolutely take Mauro Ronaldo. Absolutely zero complaints. I, I haven't heard anybody complain about Mauro Ronaldo. Like I've been critical, like I was just talking about earlier, but um, he is insanely talented. And I'd, please don't take that as me hating on him. I just, I, I've always felt like when I was listening to him at those times where I, it didn't hit me, like it felt like it just didn't feel like him. Like I said, it felt like someone was in his ear telling him to be up here on on 10 throughout the whole time. It just didn't feel natural, you know, which made it unlistenable for me. Unlistenable and unwatchable. So we'll see. All right. So, Merle Ronaldo. Now, let's get into the, uh, the meat and potatoes of this pay-per-view, as I like to say. We've got... Now, I don't know what order they're doing this, but um, let's start at the bottom and go to the top. We start out here with the Impact Knockout Tag Team titles on the line. The Fire and the Flava defending against Jordan Grace. And newcomer, Rachel Ellering. Now, I, as much as I am excited about seeing a new face um, in the knockouts scene. And, and we're getting another one soon. Now, I don't know if we're getting it at the pay-per-view or the first set of tapings coming out of rebellion. We're getting the return of former knockouts champion, Taylor wild as well. Um, yeah. And by all means, while I'm going through this, thank you, Mir. Um, while I'm going through this, leave your predictions in the chat, you know, and, and like, there's no wrong answers here. Just, you know, just who do you think's going to win? You know, it's all, it's all copacetic. Um, now me personally, I, I look at this tag team, uh, this tag team match and as excited as I am for it. Um, and I feel like Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering really do match up well. I don't know why it just, it just looks like they're going to. But here's the thing. I don't know if they've ever tagged before. And if they have tagged before, it, it hasn't been. It's been a while. Um, I haven't looked that up. So if anybody wants to look that up while I'm live and, and let me know or hit me up later and let me know. Um, like if there's a match on YouTube, drop, you know, give me the link, you know, DM it to me or whatever. Um, but Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles are on fire lately since the opening tournament, the inception or the return, if you will, of the knockouts tag titles. Um, as much as I would love to see some fresh blood, get these tag titles. I don't see it happening now. Now, that's not to say I'm going to be upset about it. I'm not going to be upset. I just don't see it happening. To me, it's not logical. 
because, like I said, Hogan and Steeles have been on a row. This is the first time we're seeing Ellering and Grace together in a ring in a match. How much chemistry really is there going to be? You know, unless there's, there's, you know, just, you know, throwing up my quotes here for those listening on audio for, you know, maybe they're sitting all weekend coming up with a plan, you know, but even then, I'll tell you what I am curious though, um, with the inception of this new team of theirs, I am curious to see like what kind of finisher they come up with. You know, or signature tag moves together, you know, that, you know, hopefully they will form a chemistry. Um, so, but as far as a first time facing them, I, I don't see it. I just don't see it. Um, and not saying that. And, and please don't take that as me saying that Rachel Ellering is a bad substitute for jazz. No, absolutely not. I know Rachel Ellering's got what it takes to get it done, but I just don't see her getting it done this time. So, um, so yeah, I think Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan are going to retain tomorrow night. Violent by design versus storm Saban Edwards and the Mac. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. I don't think there's any, there's not a lot of stipulations in this pay-per-view, which is good because last, the last one, the special they had a few weeks ago was loaded with it. Um, so we know that violent, Violent by design has been on a roll, but they really hit a wall with the injury of Eric Young. Um, now, as tight as Diener, Rhino, and Doring may be, without the guidance of Eric Young there, now... Eric Young might be there, but he absolutely, I cannot see a company like Impact Wrestling clearing him for this. We know he has a torn ACL. And yeah, it's probably been a few weeks. And I don't even know if he's had the surgery yet. I have not heard any news on specific, on any specifics past the injury of EY, other than what he put out on social media. And I don't think I even read all of it, but most of it was a pretty emotional thing about being in the main event with Eddie Edwards. Um, (laughs) um, So, okay, Jeff, I'm going to get into that. He's asking, who do you think is going to take EY spot? There is some interesting opinions out here. Here, Bell's Boy says VBD wins here, and I predict Chris Harris becomes the newest member of VBD. You heard it here first. I have heard other people say that. Don't ask me who, though. Um, There's a few different opinions out there. 
we came up with some interesting ones while talking about this over on TNI. The most interesting one that I think I did hear is the return of um, Eddie Edwards' former tag partner. Ah, God, what's his name? Um, Richards? Why can't I think of his name? I can picture him. Um, it certainly could be him. I personally am going for Chris Hero coming in. Davy Richards, thank you. Thank you, uh, several of you <laughs> who came up with Davy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I, uh, if he truly does return, that's fine. You know, I hope he's 100% and ready to go because I know he had a significant injury and surgery over the last what, year or two that he came back from, some kind of knee surgery, something. Um, and knee surgery is never, never good. That's never fun. My wife had one and it was, it's just been horrible ever since. You get a knee replacement surgery and it just, I don't know. It's it just wasn't a fit for her knee or something. Just just did not go well. Well, it was it did not bring her the relief that she wanted. Um, unfortunately. So Yeah, Bell's boy. I I've heard him say that too. Yeah, saying that Chris Hero doesn't want to go anywhere until the uh pandemic really slows down. But hey, I mean, this would be, in theory, a very safe environment to do some wrestling, whereas obviously the rest of this crew believe so. If they're keep, you know, going to the tapings once a month or whatever it is, every few weeks. Um, so, I mean, I'm still crossing my fingers for it. The, the fact that his significant other, uh, Rachel Ellering, is in the company now is a great sign that he could be on his way. Uh, yeah. Chris Harris, Davey Richards, you know, there it's all, you know, they all got little storylines to go along with them because James storm ties with Chris Harris. They've been at odds before. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, oh, there's an interesting one, Jeff. He says, Mance Warner. Well, he's, uh, as far as I know, he's still under contract. Um, with MLW. Now, even though he's not showing up for MLW stuff, controversially, um, he still can't show up for anywhere else that's significant. So, <laughs> Mark in the chat says, lights go out, Sabu appears. Well, well, there's another one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Heath is still injured. Last time we saw him, he could barely walk coming out of the surgery. It's going to be a while before he returns. I, I'm get, I'm hoping this summer. That's what I'm hoping for him. We'll see. So, but uh, <laughs> Paul Nelson says Sandman. Yeah, drop all the ideas in there. Sure, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> the Sandman smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer and swinging his kendo stick around. Uh, <laughs> So, um, but yeah, then you look at the, you look across the way and you look at Storm and Saban, and even though Storm and Saban have had some victories, 
you know, you throw in some odd commodities like Edwards and Mac. And yeah, they all get along and yeah, they could all be on the same page, but how much chemistry is going to be there? Whereas Violent by Design, they are always together. They've got that singular goal going forward. You know, it's a mission. It's their creed. It's their religion, you know. It's, so, um, hey, Alex Shelley, maybe, maybe. I He's another one that said he didn't want to re- return because of what his job entailed, you know. So, who knows? Who knows? They don't, uh, <laughs> don't want to assume anything. Raven, says Bell's boy. Oh, my God. We're all over the place now. Um, but as far as who's going to win this, uh, I got to go with Violet by Design. You know, the the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you, Storm, Saban, Edwards, and Mac. You know? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But I can't wait to see what happens with VBD as far as who steps in the shoes uh, to take the place of – Eric Young. And I I don't for a minute think that someone's going to step in and take over the group like EY has. Um, so we'll see. Um, Sammy Callahan versus Trey Miguel. Uh, this has been a fun feud. This is one that I did not see coming, but has also gotten really good. Uh, as far as the return and build up of Trey Miguel, where Sammy Callahan's trying to like almost almost like military style, like knock him down and then build him back up. It's been a really interesting watching Sammy work with Trey, you know, whereas before it was just all insult and beatdown and insult and beatdown. And then he wanted to work with him. And that just infuriated Trey even more to the point where Trey's like, no, F you, we're going to fight. So um, this match, in my opinion, has the potential to be Dark Horse match of the night. And that's not to take anything away from anyone else, especially Omega and Swan, who we know it's got a potential to be match of the year candidate right there. I don't think anybody would argue with me with that. It's uh, we know it's going to be good. Um, but as far as Trey's story and his comeback and his return and everything, I think this really gives uh, Trey a chance to really shine and rise above all this stuff with Sammy and really let the fans know that he is a thousand percent back and that he is putting a strong foothold back in this company and that he is here to stay and that this company is willing to invest in the future of Trey Miguel and make him a focal point going forward as they have with others like Rich Swan, you know, so so yeah, they're gonna leave it all in the ring. Um, oh yeah, last man standing match. Thank you. Did I leave that out? I left that out, didn't I? My apologies. 
yes, last man standing match, Sammy Callahan versus Trey Miguel. I believe Trey is going over, but I have a feeling that this is not going to end here at Rebellion. Although last man standing, usually that type of match is for like the end of a feud, but we'll see. We'll see. But for now, I feel like Trey's going to win this battle, if not the war. Uh, no steps with the next one. No eye for an eye. No, <laughs> no blindfold shenanigans. We've just got a straight up fight here. Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona. Um, I feel like the results of this match are going to be very telling as far as the future of who wins here. Uh, Brian Myers started out a little comedic, a little wonky, even though it still was a fresh start. Uh, but he's gotten a lot more serious with his feuds lately, and especially his in-ring work and who he's been facing. Um, and then Matt Cardona came in, which was a lovely surprise. And you kind of knew only it was only going to be a matter of time before these two went head to head and faced off. Um, and I, I thought I heard somewhere in the promos or someone said it online or someone that it took like 28 years to get to this point or something. And I'm like, they had to have wrestled before haven't they i could have sworn they did <clears throat> maybe it was in another universe i don't know <clears throat> um randy says did you see davy richards twitter no i have not if he like I said, if, if anything happened within the last 24 to 48 hours, I really haven't been on <clears throat> social media much. I have not seen anything. So if there's something happening, I heard about him returning, as in he's got some dates coming up, but as far as coming back to impact, I have not heard or read anything. Um. Mark says, is the internet title on the line? It should be. Maybe he'll bring it. Maybe he'll bring it to the pay-per-view. But I don't know if there's any other logos on there that would not be welcome in the company. Like, I don't know if he's got the WWE logo on there. I, I really don't know. I've, I've never taken that close a look at it. Like, I've, obviously, it's his old, old look <clears throat> with the orange hair on top, I believe, and the shades and stuff is what's on the title. But I don't know if there's any logos. So. But that'd be funny. That'd be funny. But no, I want this, I want this to stay serious because it's as much as these two are comedic together in their podcasting and what they do and what they talk about, this match feels a lot more genuine and you know above everything else. So, but um I gotta go Cardona here. Just just looking at the way the feud has gone especially with the way Sammy excuse me especially with the way Sammy beat him on the last um not the last the one before <clears throat> the pick your poison match Sammy Callahan beat him 
which I felt was strange. Because usually the opponents win their pick your poison match, you know, going so that they're both going strong into said pay-per-view. That didn't happen here, which made me a little worried for Cardona, but I, I still feel like, um, I still feel like Matt Cardona wins. Now, now let's say Matt loses here. That's going to be a huge blow for him in this company and his momentum going forward. That, and that tells me that maybe big picture wise, maybe his time is limited and I, I want him to stay. You know, I feel like this really has been a fresh start for him, especially with the possibility of his significant other coming back to the company. Um, I think there's a great chance for that. I don't think anything, I don't want to assume anything, but there certainly is an option for that. Um, so, but for here, for now, trying to stay positive in the light of the future of Matt Cardona in this company, I'm, I'm pulling for a win here for Matt Cardona. So, all right. What is next? We've got, oof, this could be another dark horse match of the night. We've got uh, TJP, uh, Josh Alexander versus Ace Austin defending his X division title in this X division three-way. Um, now they show Madman Fulton here in the picture as in, he's going to be with Ace Austin, but I know Ace Austin in times like this going into a pay-per-view, he keeps Madman Fulton in back. That is going to be a very telling thing here as far as his success in this match. If Josh, or excuse me, if Madman Fulton's out there, you can almost guarantee a win for Ace. Um, if it's only those three, then obviously it's much more up for grabs. Uh, me personally, uh, you know, TJP had it for a while. It was great to see Ace get it back. I feel like right now it's Josh Alexander's time. He needs to reestablish his strength as a singles competitor right here, right now. Um, there's a lot on the line here, not just the X division championship, but it's especially his future. You know, Josh Alexander is without his tag team partner now. And he had an insanely good run as a tag team champion. Longest is one half of the longest reigning tag team champs ever in this company. That says a lot. The fact that he was given a chance to really kickstart his singles career again after 
the departure of Ethan Page and go into the uh, X Division, which, I mean, there's that. that's why we need another mid-card title. And we've talked about that before over on TNI, but I'm going to just state it again here for that sake. Um, I'm glad Josh Alexander is going for this, though, because um, otherwise, what else is there, you know? Uh, I don't want to see him with anyone else, in my opinion. You know, I want to, I know he's very capable of a cutting a promo and B having a successful singles career. So the fact that he is maybe a little different than a lot of other X division stars like TJP ACE Austin, uh, you know, some of the more high flyers, he's much more, you know, grounded pound based, you know, much more, you know, grappling style. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I love Ace Austin and I'm glad he's X division title holder right now, but Josh being put in this, um, I'm, I'm really, I'm pulling for him here. And I really think he's going to, um, I'm, I'm going to say it would be a bit of an upset, especially, uh, looking at how the match flows, especially if Madman Fulton's out there. Uh, it's going to be a crazy, crazy hot mess. But um, but I'm all for uh, Josh Alexander becoming your new X Division champion here. Thanks for the bits, Zach Bonifer. Just reminding everyone again, going through this as we cover the last few matches, smash that like button, smash that sub button if you're digging the content. If you're watching over on Twitch, you can sub, you can give subs, you can share bits, all that lovely stuff. Share it with your friends. Um, all right, what's next here? We got three left. Deanna Perrazzo defending her um, almost an X division title. <laughs> no, we just talked about that. Gianna Perrazzo, not the X division champion, uh, knockouts champion, defending her knockouts championship against, um, Tennille Dashwood. Um, <clears throat> as much as I think in most cases, Deanna Prazo would destroy Tennille Dashwood, and um, and I know, and I'm I'm guessing there's a majority of people that are gonna say yes, absolutely, she will, <clears throat> uh, given any circumstances. Um, I feel like if you're going to bet on Tennille, and you maybe haven't before. Now is the time to bet on her. This is, in my opinion, and I've been, here's that word, critical. I've been very critical along with, you know, a lot of my crew over at TNI. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've been very critical of her, uh, <clears throat> her run at Impact Wrestling. 
where it just hasn't, it really hasn't taken off. Now, I don't want to blame all of that on her. Some of it is because of the pandemic. Some of it is uh, because of, uh, you know, current slash past health issues. Completely understandable. Um, And certainly don't want to knock her for that. So, but I feel like her comeback over the last several months, especially with Caleb at her side, um, which looks like Caleb is going to be with her. Caleb with a K, that is. So, I I don't know if Deanna Perrazzo is going to have anyone in her corner. It's not stated here on the poster. Caleb certainly would help her and has helped her in the past. They do make, in my opinion, a very good team. And, um, you know, I like Caleb's character because it it does have an ounce of uh, throwback to him, especially when he's wearing that old, uh, that neck brace. Oh, man, it just reminds me of uh, someone else from the, uh, the the great days of wrestling when someone else used to wear a neck brace a la Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, One of the greatest managers of all time, if not the greatest, because he was the brain. Um, Now, I'm not going to give that much credit to Caleb, but maybe, maybe there is something special about that neck brace that we don't know. Maybe it is a neck brace that someone used to wear that was maybe passed down to him. Like, say, maybe a jacket that was passed down to Ronda Rousey from one Piper himself. Um, We don't know. I'm probably really stretching that out there. But I like Caleb's character, the fact that he is a manager um, or assistant or I don't know what you want to uh, No, He's her professional photographer, but he has become a lot more than that on a platonic level, of course. Uh, (laughs) So, um, so if he's going to be out there, it certainly is going to weigh against uh, Deanna Perrazzo, but I feel like, Tennille Dashwood's work has improved. It has looked better recently. And I'm I'm not sure why it has looked the way it has in the last few years. She has been with this company. Because I don't remember her working like that in the WWE. I'd have to go back and, and look at it. But I remember her being a very significant part of that first run of NXT ladies. Like um, uh, Paige, herself, Charlotte, uh, Bailey, you know, who are all, the majority of them are, you know, on top now in the main roster of the WWE. Um, With the exception, of course, Paige and a few others. Um, Summer Rae was even one of them. No matter what she thought of her work, she was a, excuse me, she was a significant part of that. 
So, but anyways, um, long story short, I think it's Tanil's time. I think she's going to pull a fast one. I think uh, someone obviously in the next room is upset with my opinion on this. I think it sounds like Oreo is displeased and she's trying to get in here to claw my eyes out. So no matter what you think of my opinion, that's my opinion. I think that's who's going to win. No, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And I'm certainly happy that Tiana Prazo will reign supreme, at least again for a while. But I do think we're going to get a new knockouts champion here. A lot of title changes in the predictions here for J-Bone. As we go on to the next one, the Good Brothers trying to get those Impact Wrestling World Tag Team titles back from New Japan. Finn Juice. Um, I have a feeling that it's going to be an elite evening in Impact Wrestling for the Rebellion pay-per-view. And we'll get more into that in the main event as well. But for here, um, it does feel like something has been missing. Now, I, I, it's no disrespect to Finn Juice. They obviously are from New Japan, which, and they went back to Japan to, uh, you know, work some events, and they did take those titles with them. And that was great to see. Um, Now, I thought I heard someone say that they actually defended them in Japan while they were there. I I could be mistaken on that. I did not hear. I've not seen the uh, Finn Juice matches while they went back to Japan. But they're coming back now at the end of April, tomorrow night, for Rebellion to defend them. So... The Good Brothers are getting their rematch. Um, but now we've seen other tag teams present in the company while Finn Juice were gone. Obviously, the Good Brothers. But now there was several tag teams that had a three-way a couple weeks ago. There was, what, Badman, Fulton, and Ace? Um was it TJP and Falaba are back together, I think. And then Petey Williams was with Josh Alexander, from what I remember. Um, all formidable tag teams, you know, and that's fine. So it, it does show that there are, even with the lack of the tag champs, which they're coming back tomorrow, but um, – so there is still a tag team division in this company, even though uh, we lost a few. Oh, yeah. Tag, uh, you could say uh, Decay certainly is one as well. Um, but um, but we'll see. I, I certainly think that... Um, I think the good brothers are going to get those, those back. And um, they might have something up their sleeves. I don't know. They might have somebody with them. 
maybe someone, some new elite member. I don't know. Um, Justin says Finn Juice retains. All right. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think we are going to see some surprise faces tomorrow. Is there certainly going to be one involved in this one? I don't know. I don't know. Um, certainly to even that out, hey, maybe Finn Juice will bring some ammunition with them. Maybe they bring someone back from New Japan with them. That is one thing that I don't I don't think I've heard anyone say. Because certainly, you know, the elite has had a lot up their sleeves lately. And um, I don't know. That uh, that door's open, and we've we've even seen some uh, people come over and end up in other companies like uh, Kenta went after Mox and AEW. So hey, who's to say it wouldn't happen here tomorrow night? With the set the wait and see. <clears throat> Paul asks, Uncle, does Paige show up tomorrow night? No, I think she's still firmly under the. <clears throat> the uh the hold of the WWE as, as far as I know she's still under some kind of contract whether she's out there performing or not I don't know but I'm pretty sure she still is I could be wrong but I thought she was I wouldn't assume that she shows up anytime soon if she did well that certainly would be interesting I certainly don't know how her health has been as far as her trying to get back in the ring. I've heard little rumblings like she is. I don't know. But that's another that's more of a more of a discussion for another time. So um I mean I would certainly welcome her in the knockouts division because she was one of the greats in that first run of the NXT ladies back oof. Going, we're going back almost 10 years ago now. That's crazy to think that it actually was that long ago. Um, cause that was what to 2012, 2013 ish, something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think the good brothers are going to get their titles back. Um, I think, <clears throat> I truly think it is going to be an elite evening. And of course, then to continue that same conversation, That leads us to the main event. Announced, of course, by Mauro Ronaldo, who we discussed earlier at the start of this, about him being a very special part of this evening. It certainly does bring um, <clears throat> more eyes <clears throat> to this main event, in my opinion. Like, oh, they're bringing him in this, you know, bringing him in for this. That's really cool. So, <clears throat> oh, Zach Bonifer says she's on Twitch right now. Uh, should I ask her? Yeah, sure. Go, go ask her. Uh, go ask her if she's a free agent or if she's still under contract. Go ahead, Zach, and then come on back here and let me know. So. <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. Main event time. 
we have Impact Wrestling's world title holder, Rich Swan, defending against AEW, All Elite Wrestling's world title holder, Kenny Omega. Everything's on the line. Title versus title. This isn't just, he, you know, Omega coming in to, um, you know, th- you know, you know, throw his, you know, but she's more around, you know, say I'm the best bout fighter and you're going to take me on. He's already done that. We've already seen that. He's already pinned the world champion. <clears throat> um, Which was quite the blow to the fans. That really was something when he came in that one time. And no matter your opinion of the situation, it certainly did feel like it was just the inevitable of setting up a future one-on-one between these two. Um, So... You know, I, I've heard a lot of people say it's definitely going to be Rich or it's definitely going to be Kenny. Now, I'm going to throw some stuff at you, and maybe it changes your mind about it a little bit. Maybe it changes your mind about it a lot. Now, I brought this up the other night on TNI, but for the sake of those who weren't around for that, I'll repeat it. I want you to take the feud out of this. Take Swan versus Omega, throw it out the window. Put yourself in Don Callis' shoes, or even in the same rate, put yourself in Scott DeMore's shoes, and you're sitting there over coffee. You're sitting across from each other. And you look at the stuff that Don Callis has done before, where he's orchestrated stuff like Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega and these type of things before. Now, Kenny's in another company, but he's an EVP and a very good relationship with Tony Khan. And you're an EVP. And you see Kenny over there, and he's world champ, and he's very successful. But you also have a very good relationship with him, you know, all, uh, all the years up in Canada, you know, <clears throat> all those past years in the wrestling industry. Why would you not? It's a pretty simple answer, honestly. Why would you not <clears throat> want to at some point? throw wrestling history completely off its rails and bring in who is called by fans around the world as the best bout machine into your company. It's simple. Abso-freaking-lutely. You'd absolutely want him in your company. 
Now, I love Rich Swan, and he's been a great champion, okay? But, and this is nothing against Swan, okay? He's beat some greats. He's beat Moose. He's beat other world, former world champions like Tommy Dreamer. So, but why would you not, if you had the capability and the power and the can-do attitude to change the company's history, and in my opinion, for the better, and bring in a guy like, <clears throat> like Kenny Omega, whether you love him or hate him, he is one of the best out there today. Some say the best today. <clears throat> um, I would say absolutely. I would say bring him in <clears throat> and put him at the top of your company. Now, storyline-wise, of course, that is very upsetting because you got someone coming in. I mean, this goes old school. You're talking about like an old school rivalry back to the territory days where someone big like, say, Killer Khan. Killer Khan came in and attacked Hogan <clears throat> and threatened to take that title off of Hogan. You know, that's that's old school right there. And it doesn't, for in my opinion, for an older fan like me who's turning 47 tomorrow, for an old school fan like me, and I see something like that, man, that's just, that's old school thinking. That's that's wrestling 101. doesn't get any bigger and better than that. The big bad guy from some other territory coming in and threatening your champion. You don't see it anymore. You just don't see it anymore. And it's happening again. And it's so special. And it's, in my opinion, so awesome. And like I said, nothing against Swan. He is absolutely going to have the <clears throat> the match of his career tomorrow night. Probably. And um, I honestly think Kenny Omega is going to take the championship. Now, am I going to be upset if he doesn't? No. But I think it'll add a whole nother dimension to this company. Big picture here, okay? It'll add another dimension to this company because you've got another worldwide commodity attached to your brand through the help of Don Callis and Scott Damore, <clears throat> who have that connection to Canada, New Japan, and wherever else. Um, I just, I just, I just think it's a easy layup as far as like a positive decision to make for the company. Now, if Swan retains, God bless him, then that just just shows how good Swan is. Like I said, none of this is to throw any shame on Swan. Okay, I'm just thinking big picture wise for the company. To me, it makes sense, and I usually don't think like that. I usually try to think more storyline based, but I'm going outside the box on this one <clears throat> because 
like up to, I'd say a couple a couple days ago, I was dead set on nope, it's Swan. It's absolutely Swan. Like if you look at how they presented this on TV, and how everybody's been talking in the company, it's Swan. Swan for the win. But just I don't know. I, I've I've listened to interviews. I've heard what Don Callis has said, and it's just. You know, it's it, it'd be different if Don Callis was doing these interviews and he wasn't a vice president of the company. If he was just a character, I'd still be a thousand percent on Swan, but he's not. Why not bring Kenny Omega in and keep him around for a while? A few months, whatever. It's only going to add to the company. Not you can agree with me, you can agree to disagree. It's all good. But I think we're gonna hear Mauro Ronaldo screaming at the end of tomorrow night, one wigged angel, one, two, three, with Kenny Omega for the win. So that is my predictions for tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be doing uh, the watch along live reaction because there is going to be a lot of live react, live reacting going on tomorrow night. So, um, hey, thanks for the sub, RK. Sub for five months. Boom. Thank you, brother. Too sweet. Get a too sweet from Jabo. Um, so, yeah, that's my predictions. Live reaction tomorrow night with the TNI crew tomorrow. I don't know who's all going to jump in for that. But, um, so, yeah, I'll be celebrating my birthday. Maybe uh, revealing some birthday stuff tomorrow night. And um, something else that's coming down the road, I'm going to be doing a, a, what, a, a break. I don't know what the, what the terminology is. I, I try to like look up, you know, it's like, it's, we're going to be doing an opening of some WCW. Night, what year is this? 1990. Can you read that? One, 1991. I got five packages of these WCW classic cards. Can't wait to bust those open. Some classic wrestling from 30 years ago. Crazy. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's coming. That's probably going to be coming Monday night. Um, is what I'm going to be doing that something different. Um, <laughs> yes, Zach, the return of TNI on Sunday night, a very rare one, if you will. So yeah, tune in tomorrow night, get all, all, re, all our reactions live. And then, uh, the review following win or lose history will be made tomorrow night. It's got that big fight feel. A lot of international stuff going on, uh, cross company stuff going on. Um, can't wait, man. It's going to be very exciting. It's going to be a great 47th birthday. And um, so, yeah, we'll see y'all 
tomorrow night on your way out. Don't forget to smash that like button, smash that sub button, and ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Um, merch link is in the description of the video. The Spreadshirt Shop. Go get yourself some hot, fresh, off the press Smash this podcast stuff. We got hats, buttons, tees, tanks, cups. I'm really hoping those fanny packs come in. I might send them a little email and say, hey, when are those fanny packs coming back? Because I got a feeling those fanny packs would be a hot thing for Smash This, Cod- Smash this Podcast fans. Because not too many podcasts out there have fanny packs. Um What else is going on? You can follow all the links for the socials in the description as well. We got the face botch, the Twitter box, and that damn Instanek. And for your bone on a go, the audio portion of this podcast is on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. Oh, and connecting that with the merch, I've noticed that a majority of my listeners are on Apple, iTunes, listeners that's about half of my listeners on audio are on the apple itunes so uh if you're digging the content if you're sub to it uh leave a uh leave a rating leave a five-star rating i'll give you a shout out and i also just added for those of you who are maybe have iphones or whatever new phone cases I've got iPhone, I'm not an iPhone guy, I apologize, but I'm iPhone 6 through whatever. It's in the uh, merch shop. I just added those because I noticed they are a part of the accessories, you know, the little things that are not clothing you can add on and put your logo on. So there are some Smashes podcast logo phone cases new, newly added to the merchandise shop. So go check that out if you want to do so. Um, what else? But yeah, the audio anchor.fm forward slash smashes podcast goes out to Apple, Google, Spotify, Castbox, Verbal, so many others. So, um, but yeah, and if you listen to the audio, let me know where you listen from. Just curious, hit me up, let me know. And uh, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. The birthday bone doing some pay-per-view fun stuff and um <laughs> prime time says smash this peacock yeah we're not doing much with the peacock lately but i am watching the specials the specials are fun i should I, i'm gonna be covering those soon those a and e specials those look like a lot of fun in fact there's a new one tomorrow night I'm going to be catching up with those soon. So I might be talking about those, might do some reviews on those as well. So as far as current WWE stuff, no, you're not going to see a lot of it on here, but I do will be doing some throwback stuff, some reviews of those specials. So keep an eye out for that. So much love, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night. Check you later.
ポッてし。